Energy Pulse Northwest. Welcome to Energy Pulse Northwest, the podcast about all things electric in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Michelle Helms, and today we meet a man who helps keep the lights on by keeping his eye on the weather. I'm Eric Pitlack. I'm the uh, manager of the Weather and Streamflow Forecasting Group at the Bonneville Power Administration in Portland, Oregon. Our group, uh, it's a group of uh, four meteorologists, three meteorologists and myself, and then five hydrologists. We basically forecast all of the weather and all of the stream flow and all of the precipitation and all of the snowpack for the entire Columbia River Basin. So it's a very large area. Being a Bonneville Power Administration, uh, we're a hydropower agency. So we care very much about not just what the temperatures are going to do to energy demand on any given day, but perhaps even more importantly, what all that's going to do to our fuel supply. And so we're basically fuel supply forecasters. But in this sense, instead of forecasting natural gas or uh, the amount of sun we're going to have for solar, we're forecasting the amount of water coming into the reservoirs and coming into the river system uh, for hydropower generation. What is the one thing that you wish people understood about weather and hydropower? People really care about the weather. It affects everyone's daily activities. Um, you know, my neighbors know I'm a meteorologist, and boy, I get quizzed all the time. People here at Bonneville Power, they stop me in the elevator. Hey, what's it look like next weekend? I'm going fishing or whatever. Um, but and, but there's real-world implications for our commerce and for energy and for making the Pacific Northwest the great place it is to live, and um, weather's a part of it. So there's days I kind of laugh when um, someone will complain about all the rain falling in Portland and all the rain falling somewhere else or all the snow falling, and, oh, it's been really hard to travel around, and I very quickly point out, well, rain equals revenue. <laughs> um, but more importantly, it means that we're able to maintain a uh, cost-effective, low-cost power supply that doesn't produce carbon. And uh, as we look forward to climate change and start preparing for that and really needing to decarbonize uh, energy throughout the world, um, it's neat to be on the forefront of that at uh, BPA. So... Um, Keep looking up at the sky, keep enjoying the weather around here, and uh, realize that part of it is going into the thing you plug in uh, every evening uh, or the furnace you turn on because it's so cold and wet that one night. Um, that's all also part of um, the, you know, the weather. Is That weather is feeding your ability to not only uh, enjoy the region, but also uh, to enjoy the power that you get. What are you looking at when you talk about stream flow? Are you just looking at the major rivers? We are monitoring at many different angles. The end goal, though, is we're trying to forecast the stream flow into the river system. We're also uh, looking at tributary streams and how they'll fill into larger streams and then arrive in the reservoirs. So we're forecasting for a couple of hundred forecast points in the region just to get a better handle on, okay, how much water is coming into the system, but also how much water is still sitting up in the mountains because if the stream flows haven't, if the water hasn't arrived yet at a certain location, it didn't just disappear. And so what we do is we do a lot of moisture accounting and volume accounting to make sure that, okay, so is the water that's coming through the system what we expect or is there more sitting in the mountains that's ready to come down later? Or perhaps the opposite, oh, we've you know run off most of our snowpack and now we have to start being a little bit more conservative about water management in the system going forward. 
It sounds like timing is really important when it comes to forecasting and what we can expect, um, how weather will impact our hydropower generation. Streamflow timing is important for us in the sense that the federal power system, the dams, one of the biggest benefits they provide to us is being able to hold water back during some parts of the year so we can use it other parts of the year. And case in point, uh, during the summertime, uh, we top off most of the reservoirs, if not all of them, as much as we can during the month of May and June. Well, if part of that is because of the spring runoff and we're trying to capture, we're trying to uh, capture some of that water so it doesn't end up as a flood in Portland. So we're doing part of that. But then the other part of it is hold that water on so that when we get into July, August, September, during the hotter months of the year, uh, we can generate electricity from it and also provo provide very critical, important flows for fish, for fish migrating out to the uh, coast, but especially during the summer, migrating fish coming back in to spawn during the months of July and August. So um, we're trying to monitor that timing. We're trying to help regulate that timing a little bit better so that we can use the water to a certain extent to generate electricity when it's optimal, but also provide flows that are good for other purposes on the Columbia River, like navigation, like flood control, like fish uh, management and ecosystem management. We talk about snowpack, um, and people think we've got 18 inches of snow on the mountain, so yay. But there's there are variables. Um, there are some things within that term snowpack that that you're looking at. Can Abs you tell me about that? Sure. And we spent a lot of time monitoring snowpack. Uh, number one, because that is probably our largest reservoir. Um, when precipitation falls as snow and sticks on the ground in those mountains, particularly you know east of the Cascades, um, we can actually count on that snow to melt for the most part. Uh, some of it evaporates, but for the most part, that snow melts into our streams, and that is the primary source of our fuel. Um, we do get rain quite a bit as well, of course, and that comes into the system right away or within a day or two. But that snow can hold up in those mountains for months and months, and then as that snow melts in the spring and summer, gives us our water supply during the summer. Hydropower provides more than 90% of clean energy in the Northwest. But we do have some other renewables in the region. What can you tell us about your forecast that helps us know when we might need more power from the dam system in the Columbia River versus these other renewables? Renewables are really interesting because that's probably the one area of, you know, I've been at Bonneville Power Administration for nine years how things have changed a lot in those nine years. And the two key rapidly developing renewables in the region are weather-related, wind and solar. You need to have a good wind forecast to, f to be able to tell you how much wind we're going to be able to generate on any given day or not. Solar is the same thing. So we've adapted our forecasting quite a bit in the last few years where we look at wind and solar quite a bit, uh, mostly at the at the bulk level for the region so that if we know that the region is going to be very surplus on wind for a couple of days, or not surplus, but we're going to be generating a lot of wind, the dams might have to flex more to provide uh, service to those wind generators in case the wind either A, overperforms or B, underperforms, and be able to provide that nice stable power that people want for their homes and businesses. The same goes for solar. The nice thing about hydropower that's, that's great is that we can flex very quickly as well, and all three of those are green. 
And all three of those uh, are weather and, well, weather dependent. So that made um, our group, our little meteorology group, even more important because now we're not only forecasting weather in terms of what it's going to do for how much precipitation is going to fall, how much it's going to run into the rivers. We're also forecasting how much solar generation, how much wind generation is going to be on the system and how much we may have to balance against that or with that uh, to maintain a stable power supply. And uh, that's an increasingly difficult challenge. Thank you. Is there anything else that you want to chat about before we go? So uh, one area that uh, Bonneville Power Administration has been very um, forward-thinking on uh, across the past couple of decades, actually, is the understanding that global warming is taking place in the world and that it is going to affect our ability to uh, generate power in the future. We're part of the global research community on trying to get a better understanding of what climate's going to do to us in the next 20, 30 years. And of course, that's going to affect a lot of things in the region. Uh, but we're being proactive about it and, and not only monitoring the science as it evolves and get a better understanding of, well, okay, if the region's going to warm, how much? And if it's going to warm X amount, what is that going to mean for snowpack in the future? And where is it going to melt more likely than other parts of the region? And getting a better understanding of this, again, if just like in short-term forecasting, if we know something's coming a couple of weeks in advance for a flood, we can prepare for it at least. With climate change, the same thing is happening where if we know what's coming at us and we have a little bit of a range on what we can expect, we can at least prepare the region, prepare the system, prepare other federal agencies that we work with um, to be able to adapt. And um, we've been pretty forward thinking about on this, and I think we'll continue to be that way. That's reassuring as a person who lives here, and it makes me really proud to be part of BPA and Same here. Um, the organization, working with an organization um, that thinks that way. You get really excited when you talk about weather. I do. I do. <laughs> this is something that I wanted to do since I was a kid. And a lot of meteorologists, uh, they, they seem to get into it very early on. I, I will say the excitement I'm sharing right now, um, my whole group's this way. Um, they might be a little quieter about it, but uh, they're, they're very excited about what they do. And they're very tied into our mission at Bonneville Power, which is to provide clean, renewable energy to the Pacific Northwest at cost-effective rates. And um, that's a job we take very seriously. Eric, thanks for taking the time to give us this weather lesson and for helping us understand how it helps provide renewable, affordable electricity in the Pacific Northwest. That's it for another edition of Energy Pulse Northwest. Thanks for listening.